Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 583, March 19th, 2021. And yes, 79 degrees was the record high on this day in that beautiful spring of 2012. That was four straight days of record highs in 2012. 15 below in 1875. We have an ice out today. White Bear Lake in that marvelous spring of 2012. And uh, we got a couple on uh, Sunday. We won't be here, but on in 1987, Minnetonka Ice Out, uh, and 2012, Minnetonka Ice Out on March 21st. And White Bear Lake had a uh, uh, March 21st Ice Out in the year 2000. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. We had a, uh, a funny experience today with a woman named Emily Ford. Does anybody know the name Emily Ford? Emily Ford. I do. <clears throat> well, she she obviously didn't get the memo. She is the uh, first woman to trek the entire 1,136 miles across the Wisconsin Ice Age Trail. 69 days. She and a sled dog. And she's black. And we're trying to reach her. And uh, Reavers did reach her. Mm-hmm. And her response was? Uh, she is done doing <laughs> interviews for the day. Yeah, uh, but she said that she might be available next week. Oh, well, a lot going on. Huh? Yep. She's got a lot on her mind. So I said, "Thank you very well, much." Well, she's no, she's become a cause celeb. She is a big deal now, and I just find it so ironic that we we came across this preposterous notion that people of color are supposed to. The woke left is telling them they're supposed to feel uncomfortable outdoors. This woman's been an outdoors woman her whole life, raised in Wisconsin, snowmobiling, hiking, whatever, and just became the first woman ever to finish the 1,136-mile trek across Wisconsin's Ice Age Trail. That's pretty cool. Here, here. That is pretty cool. She's to be commended for that. But why don't we know? She didn't get the memo. She wasn't supposed to do that. That's, yeah, what is she doing? Come on. And, and I read all about it, and she she not only felt comfortable, she enjoyed it, and, and it was a wonderful experience, and uh, and the whole deal. So that's you can take your barricading and, you know, where I'll put it. Yeah. See, say I got a great note from Jordy. I'm sorry. Yeah, from Jordy. Uh, the Aurora, he sent me some Aurora Borealis photos mm-hmm. from the uh, Northern Lights photographer of the year contest but he also adds a fun fact the trans alaska pipeline has special grounding circuits buried beneath it to keep voltage produced by the aurora from affecting the electronics that are attached to the pipeline it acts like an 800 mile long antenna when the lights are on display isn't that something wow. i didn't know really? that. did not know that wow. yeah huh. and, and, and speaking i of, wonder how uh, they knew about that when they were laying the pipe. What do you mean? That it would, you know, affect, that Aurora Borealis would, would affect, you know. Because the, these people know what they're doing. and uh, uh, Like, they, like they, they went to Ain't, okay? They're Ain't yeah, guys. They, yes, they, okay. they uh, selected the. Uh, we ain't going to do it. 
I got you. There ain't, I don't know why. They're I, flying I right why by I the top of his head. Farmer I, fathead. I, I, no, I, I know. I know. I know what he was doing, but I tried to pretend that I didn't ah, to ah, shut him up. Oh, I got you. Reverse psychology. Speak. We <laughs> want GL Jedi mind trick. Speaking of pipelines, uh, I saved this on my email to, to read to you. All right, everybody. Why am I in trouble? I'm going to mute my mic. (laughs) Mr. Mayor, the pipeline protesters are running around in a 2002 diesel-burning, four-mile-per-gallon, oil-dropping, smoke-blowing RV. This picture was taken by Hill City, Minnesota. Uh, It's uh, it's by uh, Tim sent this, and uh, it's just a mess of a, a smoky... Uh, not very fuel-efficient bus, and mm. they're up there protesting the idea that we should have a pipeline to deliver uh, more fuel. We're going to be joined in a few minutes by defense attorney Peter Wold, who has had numerous high-profile cases uh, in Minneapolis. He is a defense attorney by trade, and we are looking for an analyst to help us, and I, uh, Peter has agreed to be that fellow, and uh, I, I have a number of questions. I I emailed or I uh, texted all of you guys this morning, hoping that you would uh, formulate uh, your questions. Uh, Today, for example, we get news that the city of Minneapolis is defending the timing of releasing the amount in the Floyd settlement. Did you guys all read that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And And the excuse was, well, we didn't know if that offer would be here on the table a month from now or two months from now, by which I can only conclude that must mean they feared the offer was going to increase. Oh, after a oh. conviction or a potential well, they, conviction, I should say. Well, no, or, or, or to 50 million or something. Yeah. I mean, I can't credit the city of Minneapolis with being competent about anything, but they, they must have said to themselves, they must have said, okay, we got 27 million on the table. Now this could, you know, they're offering that today. We better take it. But that, that's what I, that's one of the things I'll have to ask Peter. They're about. treating this like buying a car at, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, we better take the deal now. Right. Come on. Yeah, good point. And then uh, fact-based, it's about 64 bucks per citizen. Somebody emailed me, not $10. It's 60, about 64 bucks a citizen. Well, you're bad at math. In Minneapolis. Uh, well, so was the emailer who sent me the $10. Oh, true. <clears throat> but but uh, we're, all, we're all a little math uh, challenged here in the uh, mayor's office. Say, uh, so that's, and the news also is that the trial will not be delayed, nor will it be moved. And as it stands right now, we ha- still have one open juror seat. Is that correct? One juror seat left, and it has been decided that details of a 2019 George Floyd arrest can be introduced by the defense. I find that a bit surprising, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that a victory? What, what is that? What? It's just a development, Matt. That's all that is. That's There's a picture I, of the mayor and the city attorney in the paper in there. Very happy about that settlement, which I again I can only figure that what they feared was it was going to be forty-two million a month from now. I have right. no idea. That's why we're having somebody on who. Speaking who of might the uh, speaking of the city, you, you you saw the story, and I'm I didn't know if you were going to bring it up about the uh, homeless encampment and the uh, uh, the, the, the brawl Minneapolis? the brawl yeah. we had with the police officers. Did you know mm-hmm. that the um, the homeless encampment has a spokesperson? Do I we, did not know that. Do yep. we have a little HR office yeah, and marketing he, uh, department? I saw him on, I had Fox 9 on in here, and uh, 
He was on camera. <laughs> and I went, are you, are you kidding me? The homeless encampment has does a he, spokesperson. Is there is there divisions, or I mean, or does he speak for all, or I, is he is this District Four Twelve? Will you guys find okay, it shocking ch- if he's I'll on the challenge? Comp- you, yeah. I'll challenge you. Why shouldn't they, Kenny? Boy, have you playing they? Laurel and Preble a lot lately, man? Wow, Laurel and Preble, or whatever the name is, Hardy, <laughs> Hardy and Preble. Yeah, what the hell? Whatever. <laughs> I love the fact that you saw right through me, Such. Yeah. Um, but let's back up. Rookie asked a question, and I poo-pooed it, and now I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't have. Ask that question again, Matthew. What's we having about, for lunch? <laughs> it was about the de- – we're getting close to our guest time here. It was about the defense uh, victory, yeah. right? Is that, is, is, that a, is that a good thing that or a bad thing that we can see his 2019 video or footage or report from his arrest? Why don't you call Peter Wold and we'll ask him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I will do that right now. Because yeah. we don't know And I know apologize, Matthew. I, I shouldn't I, have poo-pooed you. I'm rarely offended. Even when I, I should know. be. Even when I, I should be. I know. Say there's video out now. It's unfortunate. I'm not making light of it. Uh, but Biden uh, on Air Force One was departed this morning to Georgia so he can commiserate with the Asian community about these tragic deaths of... Uh, salon workers, and he fell three times going up the steps to get into Air Force One. I did not oh see my. that. I did not I see that. that. I, don't, I don't want my president to stumble. Literally, he, I'm he serious. does not. He does not appear injured, but he went down three times on the uh, on, on the steps going up a, to Air Force One. We've got a Gerald Ford on our hands here. Well, it'll be interesting to see what Saturday Night Live uh, made a lot of money making fun of Gerald Ford, who might have tripped once. But, of course, they exaggerated the hell out of it, and it proved to be a funny bit. This guy went down three times. Ooh. Tell me when you're ready, Chris. He's on the line, sir. Peter Wold, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. How are you doing? Pretty good. Peter, uh, one question uh, right off the bat. Is that a victory for the defense that a George Floyd 2019 arrest can be introduced? Uh, for the purposes that it can be uh, introduced, it's... It's very important. You bet. Okay. And do you think the trial should have been delayed or moved? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll just let me state this. I've, I've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there was ever a case in the history of Minnesota that deserved a change of venue, uh, this one did. Okay. Um yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, uh, yeah, you know, the assumption that people in uh, Crookston or Marshall or, or other places are aware of this is certainly true, but to have it on the uh, front page of the Metro or front page of the daily uh, newspaper uh, doesn't happen there. Uh, right. I doubt their mayor has come out and um, professed uh, that uh, Mr. Chauvin is guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a different story. I mean, you know, the taxpayers of, you know, those Marshall, Moorhead, Crookston, uh, those cities uh, uh, didn't see their city and tax dollars, however it's paid, um, uh, uh, 
go out because uh, their city council determined uh, they were liable. And, of course, by being liable, it's uh, implicit that the death was caused by uh, their agent, the police. So, I, I, uh, yeah, it, it. I think it was a case ripe for a change of venue. I think uh, that would have been uh, more fair to uh, Chauvin, but uh, uh, obviously the fact that they've spent two weeks and have, uh, I don't know if it's thirteen jurors or if they have them all now. Yeah, they're at thirteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, you know the the, the judge Gayhill, well, has found. I, I saw the uh, story this morning. Um, he found uh, that they had fair and impartial jurors. So if you have fair and impartial jurors, I guess it doesn't matter where you are at. But um, you, you know, certainly uh, the optics of. Uh, yeah, you know the bad press, the bad, uh, and and you know announcing a settlement during the process of a criminal case just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I've never seen it happen before this time. So, Why do you think it uh, happened? Why do you think it happened the way it did? They're they're explaining today that the reason uh, they're giving us for uh, announcing the settlement is they feared that that offer would not be on the table in the future. Meaning what? They feared it might even be yeah. more than twenty seven million. Uh, well, well that's, I, I'm, I I don't get that. I'm not a civil attorney, but if you have a settlement that you've agreed upon. Uh, and all parties sign off on it with their signatures, uh, it's done. Right. Uh, and there's no reason uh, you can't just, I, I mean, and what, what, what are, I, 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 don't, I don't know the details. I hear that it's uh, not going to be finalized for a period of time. If it's not going to be finalized for a period of time, what was the exigency in uh, uh, disclosing it? Um, because what is your What is your opinion on that? Why do you think it was disclosed? I'm, I'm I, I, yeah, you know, I, you can be cynical and say um, it's um, because they wanted to make a point, yep. uh, and it was maybe it was negotiated. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that was uh, part of the deal. We won't take thirty if you give us. 27 and we announce it today who knows i, I that, that's yeah you know that's speculation and nothing more but uh i i don't see uh a uh, uh, legal reason or uh, uh or it to need to be uh, uh announced at that time and it certainly has an impact on on jurors as as we found out this week when the ones that were called were brought back and other ones questioned um, indicated it meant something to them. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, I, uh, one juror said if it had been 2000 bucks, it would have been one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it's $27 million, uh, that's a statement. And it is a statement. So, In your career, uh, 
I'm sensing that you've never, if you take all of the factors together, the uh, the press, the uh, uh, the security fencing, the announcement of the of the settlement, have you are you finding this one of the most unique situations you've seen? Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. There, there's no doubt it's a unique situation uh, in the in the history of of criminal trials. I mean. Yeah, I mean, have it have it live streamed around the world. Right. Uh, everybody, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 one of a kind. I have a question. It's rookie here um, regarding selection of jurors to find someone, and I I really am struggling with this to find someone that does not know anything about this or knows very little about this event, this world international event, how, how do I say this nicely? It seems like they would be so out of touch that you might not want to rely on them to, to have an opinion. Do you, do, you under, do you kind of understand what I'm saying? Oh, 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 uh, absolutely. I, I, uh, uh, and and that, that happens... Uh, in 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 many trials that have uh, even a modicum of uh, of uh, publicity about them, there will be. I mean, there's jurors out there that just don't read the paper. There's jurors out there that don't watch the news. Uh, and unfortunately for uh, you guys, there's you know, a bunch of jurors that don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> but, uh, you got that well, damn it! We have to change that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but that's just that, that's true in every case in every community. And you you have the lawyer you think you know is my case better with somebody that knows nothing about this and doesn't pay attention. Uh, and and sometimes you might have a case where where that's a good thing. On the other hand. Uh, if you're looking for a well-informed, uh, sophisticated juror, uh, someone that doesn't know anything about that case uh, ain't that guy, you know, right. or a woman. Uh, I have a question, actually two questions. Do you believe the live streaming is a good thing, and do you buy into the argument that the live stream might... Uh, affect the safety of both the witnesses and the jurors. What are your thoughts, your feelings, and opinion on that? Well, I I, I, I don't object to live streaming. I mean, it, this is it's a public trial. That's what uh, that's what defendants and parties are guaranteed. This is a public trial, and uh, I I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've been, I've been there. I've been in that courtroom. Uh, mm -hmm. There's, I, you know, as it stands right now, two members of the press are the only people in the gallery, uh, and there's not room for anyone else. Yeah, you know, we did when we did the Nor trial. Uh, they had, I think, two additional courtrooms where the trial was live streamed, uh, and you know, we had press from Australia and, and lots of it from around the country. Uh, here, there's, it's, that's just not enough. Uh, I mean, and, and, and the security they're trying to provide in the courthouse and, and so forth, it, it, it probably was the only answer here. 
to make that a public trial to secure the space for um, uh, jurors and parties coming in and witnesses that have to come in. Uh, you, you know, does it, does it make it more risky? Uh, you know, it shouldn't for the jurors. I mean, their their names are going to be withheld for a good period of time. Uh, they're not going to be seen live. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you, uh, I mean, there's ways to find out who they are. I suppose if you walk who drives into the courthouse uh, every day for four weeks, you can do some investigative work. But that, that's that's not that's not likely. I mean, as far as witnesses goes, uh, will it be put them in danger? Uh, I'm, there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, mm-hmm. if they'd be in danger because they're on TV, they'd be in danger if uh, there was uh, a gallery in the courtroom or in other courtrooms watching it on. That's, that's what you're stuck with in a trial. Um, and it, it I, I, I guarantee you there's witnesses that uh, uh, are reluctant to be a part of this, don't want to be a part of it, but um, uh, they don't have a lot to say about that once they're subpoenaed and uh, the judge backs up the subpoena. So, uh, I, you, you know, I buy it, but um, that's, that's a minor factor. Peter, are there time limits on a criminal trial? In other words, or are they like baseball? They'll just, they're over when they're over. They're over when they're over. Okay, so. A jury can be out for two months. Right. Uh, uh, You know, at some point, (laughs) a judge is going to say, okay, you say you're deadlocked. I guess you are. Uh, Um, But, yeah, I mean, you know, you you can look at the investment in, uh, in this case. Um, and, um, it's, it's, uh, there's certainly no, uh, as long as relevant evidence is being presented by either side, uh, the evidence will go on as long as it takes, um, and a jury will be free to deliver, to deliberate as long as they, um, uh, feel they can, uh, keep talking and, and change minds. Peter, with this incessant desire to have full transparency, and as you mentioned with some of the jurors not feeling comfortable being on it and so forth, do you believe that it's possible that he can get a fair trial? It's, it's, it's very challenging. Um, and I think, um, I, you know, I've watched Eric Nelson's approach to speaking with jurors. He's, he's been... I mean, he's been even keel. He uh, is responsive uh, to them. I think he has uh, shows empathy to them and their concerns. Um, that that's that's just one step, though. But I, I mean, yeah, you know, you see jurors walking in, and there's um, cops and National Guard and razor wire and things. Uh, uh, protecting people and the um, and the property, uh, you know, all of them, as you heard during the jury selection, or ninety five percent of them are certainly aware of uh, what happened last summer, 
and um, it's 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 certainly not um, not a secret that a an acquittal would uh, be much more dangerous to property in the city of Minneapolis than a conviction would be. That's I mean I, mean, I think that's a common sense. Uh, uh, implication that that they'd have to have to appreciate. Uh, so that's that's not there. Um, and I, I guess I, I mean the twenty seven million bucks paid out in advance the city uh, basically with uh, city council and uh, mayors and governors and other people all. Uh, um, basically pronouncing guilt before a trial even happens certainly doesn't um, doesn't uh, uh, bode well for the presumption of innocence which is is always a uh, a tough standard to to get a jury to embrace so could that lead to an appeal and a successful appeal or will am i going down the wrong road there i think you're premature yeah, yeah, I mean, there's got to be a conviction before there's an appeal, but uh, there are, I mean, uh, as in in many cases, but particularly this one, uh, appellate issues uh, continue to uh, to mount. I mean, there's, there's uh, I'm sure uh, all defendants have a, a list of them uh, already, and... Um, Certainly, the, the the change of venue issue will be an appellate issue if there's a conviction. The uh, um, actions by um, governmental authorities that we've already gone over that uh, I mean that that should know uh, the problems with taking positions and making announcements and. Uh, settling civil cases and things like that now um, are, 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 are shameful. And uh, uh, so, yeah, there, there's, there's appellate issues, and the fair trial issue will, would be one of them. Yeah. Peter, what, uh, uh, ahead, uh, throughout the trial, may we, may we uh, implore you to join us occasionally? Oh no, I'd be happy to. Sure, uh, we'd appreciate Wonderful. it very much. Do you have yeah. a, one more, Rook? I just I have a real quick question. In the defense, in the defense huddle, when they huddle together and say, "What is their ultimate goal?" Yes, they want a, a, an acquittal, of course, but most likely that's not going to happen. What What do you think their goal is um, at the end result of this trial? That wasn't very quick, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah, no, I, I, I disagree. Their their end result is absolutely a hundred uh, percent acquittal. That's, yeah. that's their huddle. I, I don't know if you mean the lawyers for the four different parties or the or Chauvin and uh, Eric Nelson and his associate that's behind them. Uh, you know, they're, they 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 need to consult. You you do that always consult with your client at least. Let him give his perspective on whether he wants this juror or not. Not that, as a lawyer, you oh. would always agree with that. But you know, you'll, you'll notice after Nelson questions every juror, he'll go back and 
check with his associate in Chauvin and they'll lay in and say, you know, we got X amount of strikes left. We got these problems coming up. Can we afford to take one here? You know. Oh, fascinating. It gives us oh. more to watch for. Yeah. Peter, thank yeah. you very, very much for your time, and yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll definitely stay in touch. Thank you. Sounds good. My pleasure. Thanks, right, guys. Thank Bye. you. Peter Wold, who was uh, part Wonderful, of the team. Wonderful, Part of good the team yet. That, part of the team that represented Muhammad Noor, and uh, he's had many, 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 probably more high-profile cases in the Twin Cities than he would like. But uh, um, I learned a lot. That was very yeah. fascinating. Thank you. Ruck, I can tell you, you could ask me that question. I would have answered it. What? About the acquittal? The goal, uh, is, I, the goal is the 100% acquittal. But, but I, can but I talk for you, Matthew? Yeah. In place of an acquittal, what would be the next goal? Right? Yeah, but yeah, yes. and I'll continue. I'll continue to answer, even though I'm not the lawyer. But, uh, they don't have secondary goals. I would imagine right. because right. to have a secondary goal is tantamount to saying we don't have a shot here. So therefore, let's do B. Yeah. I don't think they're doing that. Yeah. They have to well, go yeah, for the world, whole banana. Uh, right. But, in my world, that's racing for second place, and that's no damn good. Well, that's true. But, I mean, they got him on camera. I mean, that's... What do you mean, Rook? Come on, man. What do you mean they got him on camera? They, they, oh, oh you mean Chauvin back in the day? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that's pretty hard to say, oh, you have that, that? Well, you've stumbled upon what I presume, and we can ask Peter this the next time, I'm going to presume that will be the fundamental question of the trial. Did his knee kill George Floyd? And I suppose the defense team is going to say if he was high on PCP. We don't. Or- we don't know, and we should stop. We should stop right there. We should stop speculating, because I know damn well you probably, you probably had a little fun with me again. Did you bring in Red Savoy? Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, here's how bad it is. Here's how bad What's it is. Man, no, every no. Every Friday you're getting it. Here's how bad it is. Members of the building services they've caught wind. Are are, right. are are it was waiting for me to arrive, <laughs> saying. Uh, I want some of the pizza. The two weeks or last week, it was Jake, the engineer, said, "You have pizza today or no? It's Friday, yeah." yeah. So no. the word is out. <laughs> it's Red Savoy. It was delicious. And they oh, all oh, wait oh, for oh, rookie man. as he's oh. circling the parking lot. Oh, yeah. he's here! He's here! And yeah, if save you, him a spot, <laughs> if you fo- if you follow uh, Father GJ, Father Jengal from Hol- uh, Holy Family Catholic High School. On the Solemnity of St. Joseph, March 19th. That's right. Look at this. Meat you can is eat meat. allowed. That's my feast day, man. Today yes. is my feast day. You can eat meat today. That's right. Thanks, Father Jay. So the choice I'd make is Red Savoy, the original thin crust soda-style pizza since 1965. And Reavers will help me with this part. <sighs> you can get free cheese bread with an order mm-hmm. from Red Savoy this month. Reavers, take us through that. You go to the app. It's the easiest way. You order any large pizza, anyone you want. Rook would advise the double sausage. Leave well enough alone. You also order the cheese bread. Once you get to checkout, that's when you put in the promo code Joe. The price of the cheese bread is then removed. Bang, bang, boom. So people were doing it wrong because of my wrong advice. And then you get a megabyte cookie with your order. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Farmer you know, fat and woofing down. You know what this does? <laughs> it coats so well the cheese yeah. that you mm. consume. Oh it just—it's a good mixture. 
These are perfectly. That cookie is the size of a frisbee. These are perfectly. I'd, I'd rather have the pizza than the cookie. Yeah. Well, there's a red Savoy near you. You really, really need to check it out because we're talking about taste, mm-hmm. and the taste is unsurpassed. Red Savoy pizza. Is that his cylinder index or his golf score? Either way, it's a big number. Here's Joe Suchere. For a beautiful lawn all season long, get on the horn with ProfessionalTurf.com. I've been a, boy, I dare say a lifelong customer. It's been years. Um, Chris has signed up. Rookie, yep. I know you're going to sign up. Yep. Uh, at 10.40 a.m. this morning, uh, here's a message from FYI. Just had ProTurf out. They gave me a good quote for my front lawn. Going to use them for that. Trading messages with the landscape guy. So dot, dot, dot. That leaves you, Mr. Suchere, just yep. you. And when you finally pull the trigger on this, the yep. entire Garage Logic team will be ProTurf customers. Wait a I minute, like that. wait a minute, wait a minute. John's huh. just doing his front yard? He is oh. penurious. He is. He is. No, he, no, he, you know what he's thinking? He Nobody will see the back. Right. Nobody will see the no back. No one goes back there. <laughs> that didn't register with me. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he is a cheap SOB. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to do the front yard. I just wanted like, to say penurious. Like you and I, Reavers, he's he's going to use them for landscape, and they're wonderful yeah. for landscape. Such when you finally make the call, when you log on to ProfessionalTurf.com, you get the phone number, uh, you're going to be able to schedule a free in-person estimate. They'll do what they've done for Reavers. I think he just put it in your mailbox, yes. right? Yes, yep. Yeah, and then you're going to get a season of treatments with liquid and granular fertilizers applied by full-time, year-round employees, years of service under their belt. They it's know the what same guys year yes. after year after I year. I got to worry yeah. about kids out there. I'll talk to no, them. No, no, it's an afternoon at the very most. No, it's no, no. I mean, I mean, kids running around and falling on the grass and screwing around. I got to make sure this stuff ain't going to give them, you know, nuclear reactions. Safe, Environmentally safe, safe for <laughs> right. kids and right. adults and right. crusty old fake mares. It's yeah. all. It's great. And what you're really going to like is what it does. It's what it's going to do for your already. Huge ego. Uh, I don't have a. I don't have an <laughs> ego problem yeah. with my yard. Mm-hmm. Quit saying yeah. that. Well, you, you will because you'll have the best lawn on the block. Anyway, uh, GLers get signed up. Really, throw that stupid old crappy spreader away. Put your yards in the hands of professionals. Professional. It's pet, it's pet safe. I'm going to interrupt you because yeah. it's pet yeah, safe. Yeah. Every it single is. dog I have still has all three legs. <laughs> you know, I have I I lost two dogs on this property to cancer. Okay, you're bringing us down. You chose to bring. Thank, <laughs> thank you for bringing that up during a professional turf. Yes. Well, I had nothing to do I, with I professional really, right. turf. One of them had like a big hamburger hanging off his oh, mouth, like a big wow, softball. <laughs> Ground beef, you know that poor bastard. Right I had to take him in. Yeah. But you David, have the greenest uh, grass ever when you yeah, use Pro yeah. Turf. At Pro, Pro Dave, Turf I done. just want to uh, apologize for Sushere. Uh, but see, yeah. here's the kind of I guy. I had nothing to do with Pro Turf. Here's the kind of guy Dave poor is. Poor dog, he, could, he couldn't even eat. He had this giant thing hanging there. Oh, yeah. Dave's like, just get the phone number right, tell them the website, and they're going to have the greenest lawn on the block. Yeah. Thank you, Matthew. Yes. ProfessionalTurf.com. What? Go Ails your dog collar. Call me now. <laughs> Got a hamburger. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Poor dog. Oh, that was Polly. <laughs> that was Polly. Oh, Paul, Polly. Kevin McDonald just sent me this. Uh, very interesting. Uh, he's a twin season ticket holder, apparently. And oh, this I is saw what, this. Yes. This is what the twins ticket holders have been getting. Uh, it's time to get your tickets. On behalf of the entire organization, we are beyond thrilled to safely welcome you back to Target Field. Uh, as we begin the season with a reduced capacity, our top priority, as always, is to ensure minimum disruption, maximum flexibility, and most importantly, a fully guaranteed value on your investment as a twin season ticket holder. Uh, and it goes on to say there's a preseason opportunity for them and uh, uh, how to select and buy tickets, but I'm getting to the part that's uh, fascinating. Uh, uh, preferred parking and play it safe. When the ballpark gates reopen on April 8th, the Twins, together with our public and private partners, will provide our guests, players, and staff with the safest environment in and around Target Field. As such, the Twins, in, ca in collaboration with Minneapolis Parking and the City of Minneapolis, are pleased to provide preferred game day parking with enhanced security in ramps A and B and the Hawthorne ramp. It gives the prices to reserve your spot, pay in advance. We invite you to learn more about our comprehensive health and safety efforts, including our partnerships and enhanced ballpark protocols by visiting twinsbaseball.com. Play it safe. If you have questions, please reach out to me. This is from Caitlin Munson uh, with the Twins. Uh, reach out to me directly. Uh, and and uh, Kevin thought uh, Kevin McDonald thought we'd be interested in that. It's almost a sign of the times, isn't it? Yes. That uh, that the twins have to share as much written information about your safety <laughs> as it is how to actually buy your season ticket packages. And yeah. they're trying to assure us that we're. I feel for them, man. Uh, I, who God only knows what that city's going to be like on April eighth, <sighs> or June eighth, or July eighth, and. You know, Dave St. Peter and the rest of them, they're doing their absolute best. Can you imagine the burden yep. they're under right now to try to open the baseball season, given the condition of that city? Mm -hmm. Right. It's going to be tough. I wish them all the best. I hope they get their full 10000 a game. I think uh, people, though, are, will be so uh, desperate. You know, for to, to go to a ball. I mean, I am. I, I'm desperate to go yeah. to a ball game. I'll go. I'll go back. I'll definitely go back. Absolutely. But it'll well, it's be easy a... for me to say I'll go back because I can be in the press box. But I mean, I, I I will you know Ick. I'll probably go to a Sunday Ugh. afternoon game and that'll be it. I I would never you know take what? yeah. The press box is an awful place. You got to sit with those snobs in there. No no no, no cheering. Kenny, I've been no. sitting in press boxes for fifty years. I love them. Okay okay yeah. ego. Yeah. All right. No 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 no. What? She's shooting them. Left Although I will I will say this though, Kenny. Get the net, Chris. Yep. Get the net. Yeah, he's got another one. There is nothing better though when Royce's holding court in the Twins press box, especially yeah. when the Twins are down like eleven to two. What, <laughs> what, what is that area right next to the press box where I hang out? That's the that's the snob area. What's that called? The uh, oh it, well, it used to be the champ, not the Champions Club, but the um, uh, oh for crying out loud, but they changed it. It's because that's rookie. What, yeah. Yes. Look That's up where to watch the game from. Yeah. I'll give you the funniest Roycey press box interruption. Look up the lieutenant governors of Minnesota. Quickly, please. It shouldn't take you long at all. I don't even have my finger on the button yet. Hold it. I want, I it, want now. it now. I want it now. <laughs> Coco. What, uh, What's great is, and I, I only experienced this in the old Metrodome, if you ever were fortunate enough, 
uh, fortunate enough to sit in front of the press box, you sit down there, you can hear Roycey ranting and raving oh, yeah. up behind you, and that really makes the game worth it. <laughs> All right, how far down do you want me to go? Uh, give me uh, a late 70s. Okay. Lou somebody. Is it Lou Wangberg? Yeah, I think you're right. That, it's ringing a bell from that story. Uh, and, 70, and, Wendy, Rudy. Come on, Matt. I'm looking. It can't be that tough. I mean, that's just... Is the 70s Harold Lavander? No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's no, praying. Not. He's Lou praying. Wangberg, number 41, January 4th, 79. Okay, who was his governor? Uh, Qui. All right, Al Qui. All right. Lou Wangberg. And, and uh, so Lou Wangberg's going to throw out the opening pitch. Uh, first game, 1979. And, of course... As are most lieutenant governors back then, especially terribly obscure. No one ever heard of them. No one ever right. heard of them. And right, so yeah. the guy's out on the mount, and I'm sure he heard Roycey bellow this out. <laughs> the family of Lou Wangberg can relax. He's been found. <laughs> <laughs> that was at Met Stadium. Was outside, and you could you see you know, there was probably three people there. And you could hear, you could relax, he's been found. Did you say this was opening day? I believe so. They had a lieutenant governor throw yeah. up the first pitch on opening well, day. Marketing's oh. come a long way. Marketing's Times are tough. Marketing's come a long way. What can I tell you? He's in a good club. Yeah. He's 79 years old, yep. born in Bemidji, in, uh, Republican. Uh, profession, school superintendent. I believe he did move around in the super club quite a bit. Winnings. Might have been a hail fellow well met. I oh, didn't yeah, know him. him. That was Royce's point. Nobody ever heard of Lou, Lou Wangberg. The family of Lou Wangberg can relax. He's, <laughs> he's 79 right now? Is no. that what you said? Yes. Rick? Yeah, currently. No. How old was really? he when he was lieutenant governor? Well, he had to be a teenager right, then. He was that 20. doesn't make sense. Well, born in well, 41, so he would have been in his 30s. 38. Yeah. He would have been right there. You can get He's him up at there. that age. You can get him at that age. You know, what are you going to do? Right. You know, 41. Lou Wangberg. Uh, rookie, we have a new client today. I was wondering if you were ready to do that ad. Uh, uh, I need you to send me that script. I forwarded it to Reavers oh. a long time ago. Will you well, forward we me won't that? do it now then. We'll... No, we'll do it at the next break. This well, is not Reavers, a have good... you forwarded it to Rookie? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. This is not a new client, you clowns. Do I have to school you idiots on how you how you behave with new clients? Huh. Yeah, this you is... go to the meeting, you assure them, you, you prove to them that you can deliver the message and deliver the people, and then you give the ad with conviction and love, and you send out a message of, I don't know, hope. It's a new client. Uh, it's Howard Clary's, and he he uh, he's requested time on the on the show. And I I apologize to the listeners for a staff I saw the that ask. is more incompetent than the Minneapolis City Council. I saw the email for the ask. I just didn't get the script. There is no script. Well, Matthew, it's the body of the email is the script. Matthew, if script, script. we're doing er- script we're, we're doing everything we can here to have you on five days a week. And this business you're blowing it. This is this. This is. Well, I'm just gonna hang my head in shame then. How about how about we do this? How about we do this? Wow. How about we I'll, take a break I, and so I can you know do some scolding? I'm embarrassed. This so is embarrassing. So this is embarrassing. Why don't you first tell us about our friends at Grundhoffers, a client we have not only not screwed wow, up, but we have made them one. so successful there is not only an addition to the Rook, existing Rook, location. No, wait, Reavers, Reavers, Rook, have you heard this? Hmm. A second 
Grunhofer's location is in the planning stages? Could be in the planning stages? You're ki- I, I did nope. not hear this. I did not well, get this memo. Well, because you don't memo. listen to the show. You don't what the to hell? Douglas County, Minnesota. No, nope. Carver. Me. We're going to do it in Carver. Carver. Yep. Well, uh, who had the idea yesterday? Was it Reavers? Yes. That uh, city should get into a bidding war. Spencer could make out. Oh, yes. my city doesn't have any money. <laughs> Tax increment financing. <laughs> <We> broke. <laughs> yeah. Tax yeah. increment financing to lure Grunhoffers to our community. That way you'd be home to all the meatloafs, the brats, the steaks, mm. the burgers. The Easter ham. Oh, man, Easter's around the corner. Don't forget to order your Easter ham from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, right on Highway 61 at the north end of Hugo. Those meatloafs fly off the shelves. They're fantastic. Saturdays are a really hustle and bustle at Grunhofer. Fun day to go there. There's the regular meatloaf, the town ball meatloaf with bacon and cheese, and the Minnesota meatloaf with wild rice and mushrooms, uh, not to mention the brats and the seasoning. Apparently, there are people that use that seasoning on everything. It's that good, and that's a Grunhofer's original. It's all available at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Yeah. This guy wears many hats. Just not indoors. Joe Souchere. It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, and thankfully Seafoam is just as available as a tank of gas. It's available everywhere, gas stations, hardware, auto shops, uh, delis, big box stores. Quick Trip. Uh, I bought mine yeah, at Quick Trip today. Quick Trip, right, right. Um, uh, clothing stores, it's available. Nah, okay, let's just get on with it. It's Friday. We're going to pick another name in our Seafoam Works Stories contest. Send your stories to Olson at garagelogic.com. Tell me how it saved your life. Your name goes into my greasy seafoam hat. And on Fridays, we pick a winner. Simple as that. We're going to do it right now. Shake them up a tad bit. Stick my hand way down in there. See what I come up with. 22. 22. Say it with me, guys. 20 22. Bingo. 22. 22. We go to two, two minutes, 22. Two By the Check way, I've got like 40 stories already. 22. 29, Jeff 30. Ridland, Jeff Ridland, you are today's winner. Uh, nice. You're using it in a 1956 International 350 high utility tractor. Wonderful. Brother, you are going to be hearing from me, and you are the winner of not only Seafoam product, but a pretty cool t shirt to boat. What's uh, his name, Kenny? First name? G- Jeff, uh, Jeffrey, Jeff. Jeffrey, don't get your hopes up. He, you might be lucky to get his warmest personal regards. Right, and the T-shirt you want is one of Kenny's old ones. Yeah. Right, old sweaty right. ones. The seafoam right. all over it. It says magnolias on it. It's from the '80s. It's got a couple of holes in it. Uh, no, actually, it's a seafoam T-shirt, and it's really cool. Meanwhile, GLers, send your seafoam works stories to. K. Olson at garagelogic.com. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. Fantastic. And uh, now, Rook, what have you got? Well, uh, this is pretty unbelievable. Mm. And I, I'm, very, I'm very pleased that they asked that I be their spokesman. Right. Uh, this is a brand new product, and it's called Pushback Lazone. Hmm. Cancellitis is a recently documented syndrome in which the afflicted feel morally compelled to generate social pressure to silence dissenting views. Hmm. However, there is effective treatment. The constant, even application of pushback lazone, a novel over-the-counter topical therapy applied to the thin skin. 
push back with zone acts quickly, especially in individuals with comprised auto logic systems. Mm. Push back with zones has demonstrated 50 to 100 percent efficacy. Efficacy in 100% of socialists exposed to therapy when applied to the recommended dosage and intervals. Side effects, chafing under the collar, speechlessness, stammering, indignation, high blood pressure, and irrational need to peacefully protest, and irritability among the most severe side effects. Also, they were experienced by 83% of intent-to-treat individuals. However, 75% of those experienced side effects found to be transient, while the remaining 25% were refractory to treatment and were determined to stew in their hatred. Pushback was available in all Walgreens and DMV stores. DMV? Is it CMV? Yeah. GNC? DMV is CVS. the Department of Motor Vehicles. I had to, I had to ad-lib there. I think oh, that's going to be a winner. Pushback really Lazone. Pushback huh? Lazone. Cancelitis. Topical cream for the thin skinned, is it? Oh my God. Uh-huh. Let's go get Patrick. Shall oh, okay. Where is he? Let's go of, here. God, it's a disaster. <laughs> Got him. If the sewer line running from your house to the city line gets really clogged, it can cause sewage to back up into your home. You don't want that. Bonfi does drain and sewer services to help get things flowing again and to help make sure you don't have a sewage backup. Bonfi can repair or replace your sewer line, or they can put in a new liner inside of your old sewer pipe, making it like new again. If you have a sewer or drain problem, better call Bonfi. When you tell the folks at Bonfi Royce sent you, you can save $150 off an intensive sewer line cleaning. Do we have the late uh, late afternoon start in the fort today? Uh, we have a night game uh, in Northport, where the Braves are uh, located. And they come back here and have another night game uh, tomorrow. I'm not a big approver uh, in uh, uh, night games for exhibition games. They haven't had many. I think this will they'll only, they only have three this year. But they have them back-to-back. Uh, uh, I think they're on TV back home tonight. They on are BSN on BSN, yeah. and uh, now are we calling it BSN now that it's Bally's? I believe so. I saw. Does that mean I, I still that, get it? Does that mean yes. I still get it? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Right. But uh, I do like the BSN because oh. there's never been anything more aptly named than that with uh, the uh, crap you get from the FSN uh, broadcasters. But uh, anyway, <laughs> the B- BSN, it'll always be BSN to me now. So anyhow, yes, Twins have a night game tonight. So, hey, speaking uh, of broadcasters, uh, who, who's Tony the Pony's color guy on the wild? Uh, Ryan Carter. Ryan uh, Carter. I don't know Ryan, but it, the other night he was proclaiming Caprasov. Uh, Better than Ovechkin. And I thought, son, you're being a little premature there. Just a little <laughs> yes. premature. Now, well, he's probably better than Ovechkin is now, a 37-year-old alcoholic. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, Ovechkin at his best. Didn't Ovechkin lead the league in goals last season, though? Yes. Even, yes. even though he basically he just kind of wanders around and then all of a sudden goes, whoosh. Yep. You know? But, yeah, it's a little early to uh, – to uh, declare him uh, better than hey, Ovechkin. But, Such, uh, don't be ripping my guy Ryan Carter. You know he's a Mav, don't you? 
I didn't. I don't know Ryan. Yeah. I, I think he's he does great bear. work. But I thought I was laughing. I said, Ryan, you got to be kidding. Me. He's a White Bear Lake kid. Yeah. Mankato State. It's not Minnesota State. It's Mankato State. Come on, don't be ripping my guy. Who did he, did he play? We get West in there once. Doesn't West do some games too? I think he does a couple. Yes. Did Ryan play in the NHL? Oh yeah, he played for the Wild. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Pete's sake. All right. Yeah, he, he uh, you know, all those cup runs they had, he played in those. <laughs> anyway, what happened last night? Fifty-five shots, by God! The most they in were the pylons last night. Yep. They were rookie. Good. They were rookie playing with the Lagos brothers last <laughs> night. They were just pylons for great. Yes. For God's sake. Fifty. Luckily, we have the Timberwolves to defend our honor. Yeah. Um, what what happened though? That just uh, once once it got started, the boys said, "Okay, we'll get them in the rematch." Huh? I don't know how to explain those. Uh, they've they they've been looking so good, and then uh, I yes. don't know. Maybe they couldn't adjust to the altitude. That's always a good excuse in Denver. Yeah, you know the Abs were uh, big favorites to uh, be the best team in this. Uh, in this division and uh, a big cup contender. And then uh, remember the wild, the first time they played the wild, they killed them. And then the wild turned around, I think beat them one to nothing. Or something. Well, and, they, got, uh, they got behind. It was the shots at one time were 20 to one. I think it was, they took that early penalty and then Talbot was peppered with shots, but they just came out flying in that first period. And if they start, Slapping goals at in front of you, you're gonna, you're not coming back. I think that's the way you have to play the wild. I I, I think opposing teams have Attack to play them. the wild uh, right off the bat because the wild beat you, but you got to get to them early. Well, if the if you let it to be one to one into the third, and uh, then the, then the better player than Ovechkin might set something up, right? That's and right. Tie, yeah. and then they then they go into that defensive. Uh, uh, but you know what the hell? It's it's nice. Here, here's what I say. It's taken the drama. It's added some drama again to the wild games because for a month there, it's been no fun. We knew they were going to win, yeah. right? No yeah. drama. <laughs> right, right. There's right. been no drama. You knew they were either going to beat you, beat you by boring you to death, or turn around and outscore you. They did either. They were they were a machine. Well, guys, I got to give you guys. Go ahead. Joe. Well, more confusing than the wild losing five to one to me is. Why did the Timberwolves suddenly explode for so many points? I don't understand. Why can't they do that every night? Yes, a 40 apiece for Ant and Cat. Yeah. I don't know why we call this guy Ant, but uh, Anthony Edwards is, uh, I can figure out Cat because that's Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know what Ant is. Apparently, there's a creature in, a, in the movies called Ant-Man, and, uh, hmm. and anybody who's named Anthony is now Ant. Yeah. It's the anyway, first I've ever heard of that. Yeah. But that kid made some shots, man. Uh, he was, you know, early this year he was laying bricks, but lately he's uh, he's uh, kind of going nuts. In fact, he's I, got some talent. I think Pat last night he became the first teenager to have multiple forty-point games in the NBA. I believe I saw that last night on on the Twitter. I show. think it's time for Jim Peak to tell us he's better than LeBron James. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Catch up to Ryan Carter here. Come on, Jim Pete. Let's go. Up your game. Let's let's, yes, let's 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 get the hyperbole moving here. What the hell? I gotta Pat, give you guys a report. I gotta yeah, give go you ahead. guys a report on Such. Oh. So Such should have a hard time telling you who the new twins uh left fielder is, right? Sure. Right. Yep. You know, the third starter or something. 
But last yesterday, a woman sent me an email asking for the name of the American Indian, the Native American who played for the Minneapolis Millers in the IHL in the late 50s. Mm -hmm. I sent the only expert I know a email asking if he knew who that might be. And he gave me the answer, Billy LeCain, within 30 seconds. Wow, wow. right on his game. This nice guy show. is a... This guy is a end of the fifties IHL savant. <laughs> he knows all everybody. And, I'd make uh, it more the early sixties. I'd make it more the okay, early sixties. Okay, the and, uh, and when Billy got the puck and the Saints were playing, we don't, we don't want to get too. We don't want to get too graphic here. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to point out that mm -hmm. it was a, it was a different era. And our, yes, our, it was our consciousness, our consciousness level hadn't yes. been raised, and there might we, have been some noises we, in the auditorium. We, we took note of his heritage. Right, right? We, did. we took note of his heritage when we were when the Millers were our opponents. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. We weren't yes. as smart then as we are now. Oh, yes. Right. Well, I'm not surprised, having gone to some wrestling matches. When uh, the uh, Japanese gentleman, Mr. Arakawa and Kinji Shibuya, and then uh, Mr. But uh, uh, Mitsu Arakawa and Kinji Shibuya uh, were wrestling against Vern and somebody. Uh, we did not refer to them as Japanese, from what I remember. Wow. But, uh, uh, we uh, we but, lost uh, Billy. Lequeen. My dad. Uh, one more thing. My, are you with me? Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. My dad, my dad at the St. Paul Auditorium, uh, being the agitator oh. he is, would cheer for the Japanese guys and have people <laughs> threaten to kill him. So. That's where you got it. That's where you for got it. For no reason. <laughs> so, Roycey, do you think... Look at Fern. He's cheating. Look at Fern. <laughs> Can I finish the Billy LeCain thought? Yes, we Go ahead. we lost we lost Billy in April of 2019. He was born in 1938. Wow. So how old was he? His first year with the Millers was the 60-61 season. 81. He played, he played uh, 68 games for the Millers, and then 61-62. Billy made it to the did big he? show. He made it. Oh, to, I was going to say he made did it to he the get Penguins. To the big time? He made it to the Penguins for four games in the 68-69 season. Nice. So it took expansion. It took the expansion, but uh, boy, you had to be something special to be in the old six, didn't you? Oh my God! Oh my God! Yes. I mean, it was, and you know, once a guy got the job in the old six and became a drinking buddy of Billy Ray, the coach, or one of those guys, he day out. Nobody ever replaced him, right? Right. So he was born in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Bill the nice. Wow. Yeah. So do you think, Pat, with uh, that kind of vast knowledge of 60s IHL hockey, I, I smell a podcast coming up. You know, maybe you can uh, expand on those thoughts. Right. And, you know, branch out insight. of the Monday Night Sports right. Talk division, don't you think? Uh, no. We'll probably no. call, talk a little. We'll, pro we'll probably do a little more research on uh, <laughs> on Billy and uh, and bring it up to kill some time Monday. <laughs> well, right. I think I've got pretty much everything here. He last played in 74-75 with the Port Huron Flags. Mm -hmm. He had a long career. Well, he had a long career. He is a did direct anybody treat 
He, Go ahead, Matthew. I'm he's sorry. a direct descendant of Chief Black Moon, who fought with Sitting Bull in the Battle of Little Bighorn. Wow. No wow. kidding. Yeah, he grew up as an wow. orphan and lived in foster homes most of his oh, formative oh, years. Oh, man. And from those humble beginnings, he attended the University of North Dakota on a hockey scholarship and went to play 15 years as a professional hockey player. And you wow. jackasses were making fun of him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't making fun of of him individually. <laughs> they were they were making fun of the people who founded this country, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's who they uh, were making fun of. They didn't treat Boucher like that, did they? No. Oh, no. By then, it was... By uh, then, we, the we sensibilities had increased. Okay. Yes. Yes, substantially. Plus, minor league hockey, there was no respect shown to the opponents. None right. whatsoever. Right. Uh, right. You know, I mean, basically, the Paul Newman movie was yeah. a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. trying to hear the it song. Was a, <laughs> it was a documentary. <laughs> yeah. Plus, the Saints and the Millers had a really, really real and intense rivalry. So anytime the Saints fans had a chance to ride anybody on the Millers, they did it. So, whether that it was had to be you, or whoever. Did you and the old man ever go over to the DuPont Arena to watch yes. the Millers game? Yes, I saw Boy, a couple games was there. That a, was that a wonderful old dump? Well, if you weren't sitting behind one of the pillars that held the damn roof up. <laughs> I think it only held like five or 6,000, didn't it? I was never in there. I think, but the, uh, it was, I think the, at the end they called it the Minneapolis Arena, but before that it was the DuPont Arena. And they were trying to – they originally – we're trying to get a NFL expansion team to play there, I think. And then somebody said, are you nuts? So uh, they uh, they ended up having to build the fastest constructed arena in history. Spa- uh, speaking of the NFL, Pat, I know how much of a fan that you are of the National Football League. How about the details of that new television contract? Yeah, well, it's nice to see they're getting a little 80% raise uh, for uh, – for uh, the owners are getting an eighty percent raise for two thousand twenty-three. The pandemic is the best thing that ever happened to the NFL because they were the only league that played all its games. They didn't care if a few players died; you know, they could care less. And uh, <laughs> and uh, they, you know, and people came back to it and watched it in droves. And they're so worried about the pandemic; they're not too worried about a few concussions anymore. And uh, the uh, ratings. Uh, the ratings got increasingly better as the year progressed. Plus, it's the only sport I think that really uh, moves moves the numbers for the, all these various networks. How about Amazon paying yep. billions for this to have a, a full schedule of Thursday night games? Unbelievable! Everybody else is trying to get in that streaming world, but the uh, NFL is always ahead of everybody else. On these things. Pat, who did you watch? They who do you got to win? Moves. Who do you got to win the tournament, Patrick? Um, uh, boy, you know what? My amount of watching college basketball this year has been absolutely minimal. I'm so damn happy Duke's not in it. I just, anyway, <laughs> right? No, no I'm Duke, so partial. Uh, I'm so partial to Sister Jean. I just went with Loyola all the way. Yeah, well, good, good. That guy could be the next. Uh, that's the right. next gopher coach, and uh, I wonder if he'll. I wonder if he'll bring uh, bring the nun with him. Yep, she's she's still alive, now. right? Oh yeah, she's a hundred. Yep, Sister Jean. Well, she's we got still a void of a hundred. Pardon? 
We lost a hundred year old. We could use a new one. We need a new one. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we lost it. Yeah, would Sid have turned one hundred and one last week? Yes. Yes, he would have. Uh, March fifteenth, uh, he would have. Uh, he would have turned a hundred and one and. I'm kind of like Doubting Thomas. I was expecting him to show up, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the vice, the the opposite of Doubting Thomas. I was, you know, he he didn't believe it. I thought he would reappear, but he did not. Right. So, so I guess it's official. Well, Patrick, we'll talk to you Monday. All right. When do you and, leave the uh, uh, when when do you leave Florida? You're just back in time for the home opener, right? Next Sunday. Next okay. uh, next Sunday uh, I leave. And I, I got a I got a bulletin to share. The uh the estates going on in that market. Oh yeah? Woohoo! Yeah. Well talk to me first. Well, there's some crazy people down here trying to they're buying stuff like they're now that they can remote live they uh they uh you know they yeah they're spending money so okay all right see you right, thank you see you, Pat. thank you say schmelz countryside yes. volkswagen and maplewood uh it's my dealership i've really bought a lot of products from schmelz countryside i love it they're a multi-generational family-owned business they don't own 40 stores this is it schmelz countryside and maplewood it's been on that southeast quadrant of highway 61 and highway 36 for a long long time and right now through march take advantage of a volkswagen suv sign and drive event zero percent interest for 72 months Woo. on all SUVs. The run Tiguan's the numbers. And nice. the Atlas. I don't even have to run the numbers. I've learned that. that the, you just divide whatever the price of the car is into 72. Bam. You Boom, can't do and you that, got the but price. it's easy. Also in March and April, check out the special tire event at Schmelz Countryside. Pay for three tires. Get one free. This applies to most makes, models, and sizes. Uh, I've been dealing with uh, Schmelz for a long time. I, I've told you many times, my dad was one of the first guys in the Twin Cities to get a VW Bug. Uh, it was kind of the thing to do back then, and uh, Volkswagen has continued its impressive run. The new Atlas SUV is incredible, and right now, take advantage of that event. Sign and drive SUV event, 0% interest for 72 months on all SUVs at Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen and also Alfa Romeo and Fiat. About I bet we'll have more on that in the coming days and weeks. Right now, it's a very special event. Volkswagen sign and drive SUV event. 0% interest for 72 months on all SUVs at Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood. Let's go out with a bang. Party time, bro. Yep. Get, I'm skipping. Part B. All right to party. Why, why are you skipping part B? Right to party. <laughs> You darn right it is, and our friends at Harmony Spirits want to thank all of you GLers that have made the trek down to Harmony, Minnesota. Rook, I went to the tasting room last Saturday. Yep, that place has got you and Mick written all over it. Uh, it's it's the barrel stuff, right? With that, the uh, well, not only that, but the rustic 
Um, yeah, I like that. The the rustic look that they have and all the artwork they have. I I thought about you immediately yeah. when I walked into the tasting room last week. I'm going to drive down there. It's it's fantastic. So stop in, say hi to the fellows, tell them you heard about them on GL. But also, please continue to go into your local liquor store and ask for the Harmony brand by name. Also, if you go to their Twitter account, uh, their new spring menu is up and running if you want to check that out as mm. well. Uh, sign up for that monthly newsletter, and one of you lucky people are going to receive a free bottle of Harmony Spirits just simply by signing up for that free monthly newsletter. But once again, go to that taste room. Have a cocktail. Bring me back a little uh, barrel strength. Uh, I think again. I can, I think I can arrange that for you. Okay, good. R- Rook, uh, your kids are in school that are of school age? Uh, f- the high schooler is in is fully back. They're fully back at school. Reavers, your kids? Yep, yep, five days a week. Uh, we mentioned it yesterday, but the CDC is now saying, okay, they can be three feet apart. They don't have to be six feet apart. <laughs> but they got to be six feet apart in common areas, but they can be three feet apart. They have to have mass to be three feet apart. Huh? Uh, oh, another God. study recently published in the journal Clinical Infectious Diseases found that there was no difference in COVID-19 rates between Massachusetts schools that mandated three feet of physical distance compared to six feet as long as everyone wore the mask. Uh, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said Thursday that the issue was urgent. Indeed, because six feet has been such a challenge, science has learned, has leaned in, and there are now emerging studies on the question between three feet and six feet. Uh, Okay. Wow, they don't know. Basically what they're saying is we don't really know. Wear your mask, wash your hands. Uh, When it comes to... Adults, including teachers and staff, the agency says it's better to stick to six feet ah, of distance okay. because there have more studies that that, uh, that showed that. that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, good. Anything to get the kids back in school because they they desperately they desperately need it. Uh, but if you're looking for a job, I got a new place for you. Where's that? What do Eco you got? Eco Fund. Oh yeah. Rook, Tim's business is is grown <clears throat> to the point where he's taking on additional sales staff help. Oh, what so a great if, place to work! If you want to, you know, if you want to join the industry, power sports, the e-bike business, uh, check out Tim Bloom at EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake, right on Highway 61. Right now, there's spring sale prices. They've got a great inventory of the e-bikes. They'll keep it for you until you want to come back when you're guaranteed the full sunshine of spring. Although the weather's certainly getting better by the minute, isn't it? Also, all of those nifty gas-powered scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure. A full line of Yamaha products, the youth recreational equipment, helmets, apparel, a great service operation. Uh, I love the place. i got to call Tim, in fact, and say, can you, uh, can you bring my scooter home? I got, it's time to start riding again. Get a sneak peek for what people are taking out of there as far as inventory on Instagram. Yeah. EcoFun on Instagram. Whenever somebody buys a bike, it, it, some of them are garage logicians, some of them are not. But it's neat to see what people are taking out of the store and what inventory he has. You're a young GLer. Maybe you don't want to sink that kind of dough into the failed academy. Uh, it's a, it's worth a thought. EcoFun Motorsports. It's on Highway 61. Where else? In downtown Forest Lake. Mm. And only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from Tom Lyman, a.k.a. Wanda Gag. He likes the name of Wanda Gag as much as we yeah. do. Remember that? Uh, what do we got here? In 1880, on this day, a pedestrian bridge connected Fort Snelling to St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Wow. In 1992, Rebecca Rand 
Minnesota's best-known brothel operator, oh. pled guilty in Ramsey County District Court to three prostitution-related felonies and agreed to turn her building over to authorities as well as pay two hundred grand to settle a civil forfeiture suit. She observed, I went through so many years without a pimp and anyone taking my money. Now the government has decided to take my money. Huh. Hmm. And finally... She had, a, on, she had a place on 38th and C. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> and on this day the fact last that you year, that right off the top of your head. <laughs> Sorry. On this day last year, yes. an elderly Ramsey County resident became the first Minnesotan to die from the COVID nineteen oh, virus. Man, one year ago today, March nineteenth. Wow. What a year! On this date in history, and it was on this day. It was on this day in twenty twelve. I noted earlier that White Bear Lake opened. Uh, I got to think many, many bodies of water opened on this day in 2012. It was the fourth day in a row of record temperatures in the high 70s. The golf courses were open. The lakes were open. It was just one of those miracle springs you get once in a while. And um, speaking of that, Joe, um, we had a caller. Uh, you it start, started to mention ice out dates, and uh, yeah. we got a call about that very thing. All right. Hey, Joe. Oh, no. Hey, Joe, yeah. I got uh, Log Lake down at uh, Wisconsin. What? I got, uh, I got Log Lake down at Wisconsin. They got an ice out. Long Lake? I, I don't know how long it is, but it's, that's what they call it. No, is the name of the lake Long Lake, Gil? Long? No, Long. 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 Not like the restaurant's lake, uh, you know, a, a measurement. You know, long. How long is it? About yeah. 230. <laughs> so okay. I got that ice out for that one. Then I got... Uh, a uh, little lake, just a little southwest of Log Lake. Yep. <laughs> yep, they got that. That should be ice off tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow you're forecasting now. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's what my guy Henry told me. He works down at the bar, right uh, just up on the shore of the lake. Yep. So that's Log Lake, that's Little Lake, and then they got Bear Lake. Oh, Bear Lake. Yeah. That's what I like to call skinny dipping, the Bear Lake. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's interesting because up in my area, we're still driving on the ice. There's still two feet of ice out there. That's fascinating. Them, where do you live? Uh, to, uh, Wisconsin? North West Wisconsin? Uh, y- yeah, yeah. 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 What's the name of the lake? Uh, it's Short Lake. Hey, oh, Gil. Yeah, Short Lake. I will. I'll check the one for tomorrow. Gil. Yes. I got a text from you that says, hi, please read my text. Well, where is it? No, that was just so you'd look at it, look at it during the show. I wanted to try to trick you. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> well, you did. You, you did. Uh, you know, Joe, sometimes you, you feel so old, right? Sure. Yeah, sometimes you feel so old. Well, I've reached an age where my height I also needs glasses. That's that's good. Hey, uh, Gil, are you uh, observing the uh, the Articles of Lent? Are you a Catholic gentleman? Oh, I'm Lutheran. Oh, Lutheran. That's like a Catholic without the guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. That didn't go anywhere, Such. Okay. Well, uh, I paid more than. I'm, I'm trying not to listen. I, uh, Gil, thank you. Thank I you. I paid more than two thousand dollars to get a cure for my baldness. Yep. Yeah. It's better than to give than receive. Will you hang up on this? He's, right. he's killing the show. Sorry, Joe. He's Gil. killing the show. Joe? I what? One more. 
One more. One more? You, you got time for one more? Sure. Okay. So there's this guy. Did you hear about the man who sat up all night trying to figure out where the sun went when it set? No. It finally dawned on him. Yeah. Thanks, GLers. Thanks. I apologize for Thanks. the last five minutes. Thanks, Gil. Who invented a wooden car, but he never made any money. You know why? Why? It wouldn't go. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Get out of here. Thanks. Yeah. He oh, set yeah. it off for the week. He, yeah. he, he ran out of material. <laughs> I like that he's got your phone number, though, Joe. Uh, yeah, I do to, too. He was able to How send come you he a text? always sounds like he's so far away? Yeah. I gave him your address. I told him you were over there up on the hill. Up on Main. Up yeah. on Main Street. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to go fishing with oh Kenny tomorrow, too, apparently, up in northern Wisconsin. Uh, Little Lake? Long. Uh, Thank you. Short, Goodbye. Yeah, we, we're done with Gil. We can't take his calls <laughs> right, anymore. Right. No. Uh, I tell you what, though, if you are looking to get ready for your lawn needs, they've got rakes. They've got all sorts of great things. They've got grills. They've got mowers. Push mowers. Yes. Push mowers. Push mowers for, for the euphorians. They've got those ones that don't make any noise, you know? I hate those ones. What are those called? Manual? Uh, rotary mowers. I, I don't like mo- those. Mo- mo- uh, mo- uh, mowers? Okay, Gil. Uh, let me finish up here. Uh, the Fratelloni's Ace Harbors. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Source has got them, and they have an ample supply for all of your needs. Hurry up, he's calling back. And they will assemble that grill. Hurry up, he's calling back. Goodbye. Hey, PodMN for podcasts on your smartphone and PodMN.com on your computer for podcasts. Have a great weekend, Braz.